Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the first podcast episode for 2022. Yes, and happy new year. I hope you had a beautiful time over Christmas and New Year. I know a lot of people, I'm in Australia, obviously, a lot of people had COVID over Christmas and New Year. I didn't have COVID, but I actually did get really sick. I started coming down with it on New Year's Eve and then on New Year's Day, it was getting a bit worse. And then I think it was from then onwards, I was actually just in bed for four days straight. And, you know, I got a Kindle for Christmas And I had just watched the Wheel of Time series that just came out. I don't know if any of you have watched it. And it inspired me to read the book. So if you don't know about Wheel of Time, it's actually, I think, the one of the biggest fantasy series ever, maybe the most copies ever sold of a fantasy series. And Amazon had just done, has just released a TV series of it. With the Kindle, I decided. I was going to read the book because I was kind of obsessed with the series. The amazing thing about a Kindle, oh my God, Kindles are amazing. I've never used one before, but all of you guys that have Kindles will know this. I literally was laying on my side completely flat, you know, I was so unwell, and then I could just prop the Kindle up and I could read. And I I got through the whole first book and it was freaking awesome. So if you've read The Wheel of Time, I'd love to know about it. Message me on Instagram. I don't actually know anyone that's read The Wheel of Time. Yeah, I just finished the first book and I was like, okay, I'm not going to read the second book for a while because I actually want to get shit done in my life. But I've downloaded it and I've started it, but um, I'm not getting too distracted by it. So that's a little bit about what's been happening in my life the last few days. I thought... I was going to be doing a lot more productive things. I had two writing courses that I wanted to get done because I've got a writing project that was meant to be happening in Jan. I was slowed down and I was totally taken off my feet and I've been calling it my bed holiday. So that was my little start to the year. And, you know, I'm seeing it as, you know, some people see getting sick as really negative. I'm actually seeing it as a real flush and, um, detox and uh, immune system like flush out basically. So, you know, we we get so strong, I think, after we get sick, you, you feel so strong once you recover because your body's had a real reboot. So that's how I'm seeing this start to my year. So welcome to this episode. Uh, what I want to share with you in this episode is my top 2021 lessons for life and business success. My goodness, did I learn a lot in 2021. And a lot of 2021, I think, 
um, especially in regards to, well, yeah, I was going to say business and life success, which is what this is about. Um, a lot of it was like, you know, really learning things I'd already learned, but, you know, having an embodied experience of it and it really landing. I, you know, since I'm, my brain is still a bit all jumbled, not jumbled, but like slow and not fully online from whatever it is that I've just had. Um, so I'm just warning you because I, I don't think of like the basic names for things sometimes uh, when I'm trying to talk. But, you know, it's like when it really lands and it's like you experience the teaching versus you just hear it intellectually and know it intellectually. So there's a bit of, there was quite a bit of that going on, especially in regards to business and the growth and success that I had in my business. And then I also, I had you know, just really significant lessons from, um, my breakup. So I haven't really, I don't typically speak about relationships at all, um, in my public profiles, but my long-term relationship ended around the middle of the year. Um, and so, oh my gosh, in that last six months of last year, I learned so much. Wow. Just like about myself, about you know, being a victim, not being a victim, surrendering, what what living in love is, what acceptance of, well, not acceptance, but, you know, seeing reality for what it is, is because that's a major part of being a creator as well, is that you can really see reality the way that it is. And I've got some big lessons in that. So anyway, I just wanted to run through a few of them with you because I know some of you guys, um, you know, love to hear me talk about this kind of stuff. So my number one lesson, this one was big and I talk about this a bit. You guys have heard me talk about this. It is not making it about you. So this just came through so strongly in my business. So my business um, grew a lot last year. I, f- I feel like it had a lot of success. It definitely um, moved into a level that it's, it's never been in before. Um, so I had a, a kind of, I guess, sustained progress and growth, whereas previously my pattern had always been to move forward, move backward, move forward, move backward, or expand, contract, expand, contract. But you know, I just, um, I, I really just expanded and continued forward momentum and progress. And one of the big, uh, reasons for that was that I really applied, I guess I, I really learned how to apply, not making it about you. So this is about where your focus is. Um, so what happens is that we unconsciously usually make things about us. You know, we make um, our business about us. We make it about whether we're good enough, whether we're worthy, whether we're getting validation. Does anyone want me? Does anyone want what I'm offering? You know, all that self-doubt that comes up, that's making it about you because it's it's all about you. It's not about what you're offering. And the antidote to that, the way to really get out of that trap, because that trap puts you squarely in your ego, puts you squarely in your beliefs and will either keep you in a stuck or an oscillating backwards and forwards pattern. So the the antidote for that is to not make it about you. Keep putting the focus on what it is that you're creating 
uh, you know, what it is that you're helping people with if you've got a business that's helping people. But, you know, this relates to anything in life. Put what it is that you're creating, not about you and whether you can do it and you're ca- whether you're capable, whether anyone wants you, whatever flavor that shows up for you. So not making it about you was huge. And, um, you know, previously I didn't have the skill set to do that in the way that I now can. And I wouldn't have been able to consistently launch so many programs in a row if I was making it about me. Because when I make it about me, it's crippling. The self-consciousness, the self-judgment, the what are other people going to think about me is absolutely crippling. Um, so really being able to shift that focus onto the actual end result. I mean, that's just, that's just a game changer, um, really mastering that. So that was a big part of what I learned by actually doing it through 2021. Uh, the next thing that I learned that, oh my gosh, was so helpful. Wow. Like so helpful, really helped me. Um, again, this business related, make a lot of progress was, um, having the structures to support my living in my creative structure. So, not not just having intentions, not trying to rely on willpower or self-discipline, but actually setting up the structures that would lead me towards my end results, that would support me to stay in my creative orientation and not go into my egoic structure, but would um, help me stay in my creative structure. So my structure where I am moving directly towards an end result rather than an egoic structure where I'm either going to get stuck or oscillate backwards and forwards. So the um, two, be, two structures that I set up that really helped me, number one was actually having someone post my social media posts on Instagram. So I still, I create all of my content but I had someone post it all because that, you know, I have, I've never, ever been able to be consistent on social media or Instagram previously. Um, and I had a lot of resistance always to posting, but setting up that structure where I was accountable to hand over my content at the end of each week to someone else to post and they posted it, actually took out the parts I had resistance to and created a structure of accountability so that I then actually just started posting consistently. And I didn't have any discipline things set up of like, oh, I have to do five posts a week or I have to do this or that. I actually just did it. You know, I I didn't try to self-manipulate. I just set up a structure that would make it happen and it happened. And so from whenever I started doing it, which uh, could have been March or April, um, five posts went out a week just because I felt like writing five. (laughs) And then I just did it and I I actually grew to enjoy doing it so much. I, I love writing my Instagram content. Um, because I set up that structure that would support me to do that. Another um, really significant structure that has helped me create what I did was getting one-to-one coaching. So I've had one-to-one coaching before. I didn't have a one-to-one coach at the start of 
2021 uh, because I, I finished up with someone in 2020 that I just didn't feel like, you know, was quite right. And I was keeping my eye out for the the next person that I felt could help me and that I wanted, you know, someone that used the structures I really believed in. Um, and that, you know, someone that, that came about um, that I found the right person and that I committed to it. And I committed to 12 months of coaching with them. And that that helped me continually get out of my shit, be accountable for what I'm creating, um, you know, see the true visions and not be clouded by, you know, my wanting to play it small or my fears. And that structure definitely, yeah, held me accountable to doing all the programs I wanted to do and following through on what was true for me and what was in my heart. So that was a, a critical structure for me staying, you know, in my creative orientation in 2021 and creating what I did. So, you know, there was other structures that were really important for me, like doing my daily choice making in the morning, doing journaling, um, things like that. But these are two, I guess, very, you know, external structures that I set up and that I implemented that were going to draw me towards my end results and, you know, make sure that I stayed in a line with them and accountable to them. So you might like to think about for you this year, what are, what are some structures you can set up that would help you? This was actually something, one of my mentors, I'm trying, trying to like, let it come back to me who it was and when it was, but very recently one of my mentors, I think it was in a masterclass I did actually with my coach, um, uh, that they were talking about this very thing um, about setting up structures, not relying on discipline and willpower um, because those things will always fail you. You'll always fall down on discipline and willpower if you don't have structures set up, you know, to, to, um, to support that. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I can totally vouch for that teaching and, and vouch for what a difference it makes when you set up a structure rather than just, you know, continue to make a commitment to yourself that, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do, you know, I'm just going to use the example of like three posts a week, you know, I'm going to commit to it this year. I'm going to do this, this many times a week. I'm absolutely going to commit to it. And then you don't do it. And then you commit to it again. And then you don't do it. And then you commit to it again. Oh my God. I don't know if you can relate. My my God, I've done that so many times with so many things. Oh, I'm going to commit to this. Yes. Get motivated. I'm going to commit to this. And it doesn't happen. You're like you, you fall through it on some point. So you actually want to set up structures that will support you doing the things that you know are going to move you towards what matters to you rather than just, you know, relying on feeling motivated because your feelings change, emotions change and shift. And so when you just rely on that, that's when you actually usually end up in those oscillating dynamics of moving towards what you want and then moving away from it, moving towards it, going backwards, moving towards it, going backwards. That's what I mean when I say oscillating. So that was another really big lesson was setting up the um, support, setting up the structures to support my creative structure uh, or being in my creative orientation. Um, so I haven't, you know, I'm just thinking right now, is there anything else I would do this year to do that? Well, I've been considering joining a mastermind 
um, because being in a group, I know is just amazing as well. I've still obviously got the social media one and the one-to-one coaching. So it would be that I might join a high-level mastermind. Um, and I'm going to be setting up more and more structures around um, my assistant helping me with things in my business and possibly actually bringing someone else in to do, um, yeah, more business um, support and operations, business operations tasks. So they're the, yeah, they're more structures that I'm looking at supporting just the continual growth of the business and the business. Yeah, it's actually, I, I this is coming back to me. I did um, my, you know, looking at uh, reviewing my business and what needs to happen this year. And actually a really big part of it is, is um, structures and systems um, and uh, having other people um, come in and help with some of that. So that lesson is in putting in structures that are going to support, you know, what you want to create. Now, my next lesson, um, I actually haven't even thought about how I'm going to share about this one, but is around unconsciously still being a victim in relationships. So this relates to the separation that I experienced um, last year and also another uh, relationship that is, I guess, kind of family-related-ish where I had some stuff I had to deal with, I guess. Uh, I felt like I had stuff put on me that just was totally unfair and why the hell do I have to deal with this? It's got nothing to do with me. But I still got pulled into it and I still got into a victim dynamic with it. It was really interesting to watch that happen. You know, and with my relationship separation, I kind of really swung between not being a victim and then being a victim, not being a victim and then being a victim and kind of wanting to continually wanting to get something out of the situation that I felt like I wasn't getting, but that was really just my own sense of vulnerability that I didn't want to feel actually. That's really what it was. It was, it was something that I didn't want to feel. And so it made me not just look at things the way that they were. Um, and I really had some big breakthroughs towards the end of the year, actually. It really was a lot to get through. Um, you know, the, the relationship stuff was actually a lot to deal with. It was very intense what happened, how it all happened, and then trying to deal with it all. Um, and by the end of the year, yeah, I really got, I really got how I was still being a victim, how I was still um, I was still putting something in the other person's court. Like this ball is in your court. And if you want to do something about it, like it's your job to do something about it. So like it's, it's your, it's your, it's down to you what happens from here. That was what my attitude was. Um, and I realized it and I realized how, oh my God, I'm just being a fucking victim. And also society really validates me being a victim in this circumstance. So it's really easy to let myself do it. Um, but I don't have to, like I can choose, I can take back my power. You don't like, you never, 
Whenever you feel like someone's got power over you and you're a victim, I feel like, I mean, I haven't thought about this in every case, but it's not true. It's an illusion. You think that's true because you're attached to a certain outcome or you're, you're attached to something. That's also what I really experienced in this other scenario where this person just basically projected all this shit onto me and then, you know, wanted me to buy into it. And I, and I did for a bit. Um, but I felt like I had no choice. I felt like I had to because of what was at stake and what, because of what they were taking away from me. Um, if I didn't. So anyway, I, you know, it was a big, huge lesson for me in both of them to take my power back and be like, no, it's not up to you. It's not down to you. I'm going to choose. And I'm, and in doing so, I have to surrender certain things. I have to surrender trying to force an outcome that I wanted. I have to surrender the certainty of an outcome that I wanted and just see the situation for what it is and, you know, and do whatever, you know, based on that, take my next step based on that and not give my power away and be like, well, it's dependent on them. It's waiting on them. So, I mean, I, I, I hope that made sense. Um, and I hope that it landed for you in some way that you can also reflect on in your life. Like, is there, is there any dynamics you're in with someone where you feel like you're in a gridlock or you feel like you're waiting on something for them from them, or they've kept saying that they want something or that they're going to do something and they're not. And you, you feel like you're waiting on them um, or they're projecting something on you and you feel like you've got to explain your way out of it or um, justify yourself or whatever, like just noticing, are there any situations like that in your life right now with people or even possibly with organizations? And can you see the illusion in that? Can you see how you're playing into that? And what if you just saw reality as it was and took your next step from there and, and surrendered possibly an outcome you were really attached to? So that's, that was um, a big lesson for me. Another one I wanted to mention that I feel like actually comes from all of the success I've had this year is to allow space for divine timing. So I think there is a um, quite a mentality of like, I should be able to create everything I want, every outcome I want right now. And if it's not happening right now, I'm somehow failing. I'm doing something wrong. Something is not right, right? Like I should be able to create that end result right now. I feel like that's a very um, new agey manifesting type attitude which I, th I think is, well, I think is rooted in scarcity and fear of not having the thing, honestly, because that's why you need it instantly in order to feel like you're going to get it. Um, but it's just really this honoring and respect for divine timing. You know, I would have loved to have had more success, um, you know, like earlier on in my business. My, I would say my business is about four, four four and a half years old now. Um, and I would, yeah, I would love to have had, and I, and I had had, I had attempted having a coaching business prior to that. So, you know, it's actually more context than just that. Um, 
but I would love to have had more success earlier on. But I see now that it's totally, you know, the right timing for it to be happening now. And I wouldn't have learned everything I've learned if I had everything I wanted straight off the bat. And even, you know, even if I could have, like, now is the right time. I I can just feel it. Now is the ripe time for me to, um, for certain things to be blossoming in my life. And that's perfect. And, you know, and there's going to be other stages that are even further down the line, like, you know, nine years down the line and 20 years down the line, there'll be, there'll be other levels of blossoming that are exactly in my career that are exactly right to be happening then. It doesn't have to all happen now. And what if you saw whatever was happening now as not, I'm not far enough ahead, I haven't done enough, but instead you saw it as this is this is exactly where I need to be. This is setting me up for, for all the things I know that I want. What if you saw it as that? Because I absolutely, in retrospect, I see the last four and a half years as that. They were all me at various stages of um, for, like learning about business, um, learning, not just learning, I intellectually knew a lot um, about online business, but actually learning about applying and what happens when you implement. But not only that, gaining credibility and authority through all the things I had run, all the things that I did do, you know, like I, if I had stepped out at the start of this year and brand new started my coaching business for the first time, I don't think I suddenly would have had the results that I had this year because that's actually off the back of a whole bunch of years, you know? So that all of that credibility and authority building up has something, means something, right? So all of your life experiences build up, whether it's, you know, internally things or it's um, externally people seeing what you've done and what you can do. Well, it's never just external because you're embodying it on a deeper and deeper level, the more experience that you have. Um, So yeah, this next lesson uh, really, you, you know, really coming from seeing it, how things have flourished for, for my, in my business is about divine timing, allow divine timing. Don't, don't have to beat yourself up for not being somewhere right now. Maybe you weren't meant to be there yet. Maybe you still needed to, you're gathering some more things that are going to help you get there, both in terms of external experience and growth within yourself. So that's my, I think we're up to number three. I've actually, I've, I've written down some dot points of some lessons. I don't think I'm actually going to go through all of them, but that's all I've written. And I, I've, I've already skipped one um, because I, I'm honing in on like really what are the top ones that I, I think are going to be useful for you guys. Um, so, so then I wrote something actually underneath that, which really follows on from it which is what you've probably heard a million times before, but I feel like I'm, it's landing with me in a different way right now, which is seeing everything is happening for you. There's actually, you know, I've heard this for God knows how long, maybe like eight years. And, you know, I, at times in my life, I used to repeat this all the time. Everything is happening for me, not to me, right? But I'm really getting that in 
such a deeper way right now, especially with my relationship ending that, um, that was, it was, it was a, it was a very major shift for me that happening and, um, and the way that it all happened and actually like authentically getting to a point where I see how that has happened for me, like that needed to happen for me to be in my fullest alignment and truth that needed to happen. It absolutely needed to happen. And I was having so much resentment about it for a long time until very recently, let's just say, uh, a lot of resentment um, for <clears throat> mostly for how it happened actually and that I'd had to deal with all this shit I didn't want to have to deal with and uncomfortable emotions, I guess. And, but really getting to the point where I'm like, no, that happened for me. That, that, that needed to happen. That's so good that that happened. And, you know, the lessons I've learned in what it truly means to live in love and, um, and not be a victim and step into my power. And it's, it's just been invaluable. It's just been, it's been so invaluable. Like, I'm, I'm so, it feels a weird thing to say. I'm glad it happened, but it had to happen. It was the right thing to happen in my growth and evolution. Like that served me so fucking well that that happened. Even though if you'd asked me at any other point, well, as I said, I really swung backwards and forwards with it. So at other points during the year, I would have been like, I, I would not have had that sentiment, but I really see that. And like, I'm seeing every single thing is that even this conflict that's happened with someone else that's, um, in my family, that's just been like, what the fuck? Um, I, and I've been really upset about it and like, why the fuck am I having to deal with this? <laughs> But I'm now so grateful. Like now that I really got the spiritual lesson from it and I'm, and I'm not giving away my power anymore, I'm like, oh, fuck me. That was a great lesson. Wow. That was so great. That happened for me. That happened for me. I took my power back. I've learned so much about taking my power back. Um, that happened for me. And I'm really like it's landed more than ever. Everything is happening for me. So, you know, if I have less people sign up for a course than I had envisioned this year, like even if I had like a quarter, you know, I will see that as happening for me because, you know, for for any reason, I, I don't know it at the time, but it's happening for me. Everything's happening for me. Maybe my attention, my energy is meant to be directed somewhere else. Maybe I, I make less money than I wanted to this year. That's happening for me if that happens. You know, like really see everything as happening for you because it actually freaking is. And yes, we sabotage ourselves, but you know, sometimes that's happening for you so that you can get the lesson so you can stop sabotaging yourself. You know, um, everything is happening for you and there's divine timing. So you can let go of that, that God awful cultural mentality we all have that we're freaking behind. We're meant to be somewhere else. And if we haven't manifested everything we desire right now, there's something wrong with us. We're doing something wrong and we need to change something. Well, like maybe there's things you need to shift, but also maybe it's just not the time, you know, maybe it's not the time. The time is coming. 
So keep taking those steps, keep taking action, but don't make up a meaning about why things are not at the you know, at the full end result that you desire just yet when there really is no fucking meaning apart from you just got to keep going, right? Uh, So that, maybe that can be a separate lesson. Seeing everything is happening for you. So yes, as I said, I've, I've, I've known that, I've recited that for years and years but really landed in um, such a deeper way, really in the last, uh, I would say, month, honestly. Um, It's just dropped in like, whoa. Um, And so what I would add to that, okay, I didn't put this in my dot points. I think I'm at the end of my dot points because they really just, the rest of them all really relate to what I've already said. Um, uh, But I just read... Okay, so this really relates to what I've just been talking about, but I just read um, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Have you read it? Have you heard of it? So um, my dad had got me to read Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance last year. Have you read that book? That book, wow. It took me a very long time to get through it, but oh my God, it's, it was so not what I expected. I totally had an idea of what I thought it would be like and – Wow, that book is oh something different. It's very unique. And anyway, so I finished that. And once I handed that back to my dad, he was like, okay, here's your next book, <laughs> Jonathan Livingston Seagull, um, which I, if you know it, it's a very short book, but it's fucking awesome. I read it all in one morning, actually, as soon as I got back here from being at the farm with my family for Christmas. And I cried. It was, oh, so good. So good. And um, one of the things that, whoa, like stood out, like hit me like a ton of bricks reading it was, I don't remember how it was actually worded in the book. It could have been worded like this. It could have been worded differently. But it was basically like, you can build your own heaven or you can build your own hell. and. It oh, it hit me because of these situations I've been having and, and working through both in my separation and with this family member. I was like, oh my God, you know, the whole time I was in the shit with those things, I was building my own hell. I was building it. I built it. Not them. Both both of those things are things where I could perceive that things were done to me that's really hurtful and now I've got to deal with it but I built my own hell. I didn't have to do that. Like that's totally based on if I put myself, if I give my power away to the other person and the stories that I create around it and I can actually just build my own fucking heaven. If I'm ever in a hell, I've built it. I have built it. You can build your own hell or you can build your own heaven. So, I mean, that just landed for me based on everything that I, you know, was learning and, and going through in this year. Um, so I'm not sure if it's going to land for you the same way, just hearing me say that, but, um, that was really profound. So I want to put that as a lesson because that just like bowled me over right at the end of the year. You can build your own heaven or you can build your own hell up to you. What do you want to build? 
All right. So I think I'm going to leave it at that. Honestly, I could go on. I could, I could talk for the entire day about the, about what I've learned and all sorts of things like that. But I feel like they're the main ones. And, um, I, you know, I just, I feel so at peace right now with, with the stuff that I've learned through the relationships actually. Um, and, and also having those structures that, my business is just continuing to grow and expand. And so, you know, I continue the mindset practice constantly um, using the alchemy so that I'm consistently moving towards what I love and, you know, and just recognizing, I guess the relationships ones really helped me recognize the dynamics that I get into with people and how I give away my power and still how I still become a victim, even when I don't think that I am. <laughs> even when I think that I'm full, like, yes, taking self-responsibility, how I can still give away my power and, and be a victim and, um, you know, how to step out of that. Because often when you're in that, you don't see the way out of it. You know, like you totally feel like the the other person has the power and, you know, I'm not going to go on about it, but they were, they were my big lessons. So it's not making it about you. And that's really about shifting the focus. And that's really the core, core fundamental thing in creating what you love and, you know, not being in your ego and your sabotaging habits. So shifting the focus onto the end result, not you. It's not about you. It's not about whether you're good enough, whether you're worthy, whether you're capable, whether you belong, whether you're perfect, not about you, about the end result. Um, And then implementing structures to support you staying in that creative orientation, to support you moving directly towards your end result, rather than trying to rely on discipline and willpower, set up structures that will support you. Um, And then my next one was allowing divine timing, divine timing. My brain, like, (laughs) I would sound better if I was like one, two, three, but like, I don't even know what number we're on. Actually, I do. Number three. Um, So then number four is seeing everything is happening for you. It's happening for you. No matter what it is, it's happening for you. What are you going to learn from it? How is it going to help you propel you towards your end results? Um, and yeah, that okay. So then my last one that I said was creating your own heaven or creating your own hell. So they are, you know, there's some of the, the things that I really learned in 2021. And I hope that me sharing that has helped you in some way that you can, you know, relate. Just think about, you know, how does this relate to me? How... How am I possibly doing some of these things in ways that, you know, I'm not even conscious of because, you know, our ego loves to, loves to pull the wool over our eyes and we're constantly going to be rediscovering things that we're doing unconsciously. So I pray that this episode has served you. I am so excited for 2022. I think it's going to be such a fucking epic year. It's going to be so magic. I've seen, I've seen people do YouTube videos and stuff that are like, oh my God, 2022, like shit's going to hit the fan again. You know, like, oh, it's going to be so, we're still in the shit, blah, blah, blah. That's all 
external circumstances, that does not prohibit you from creating what you love. So you got to use your focus. Where is your focus best put right now? Is it is it put on how the world's in the shit, there's going to be another lockdown, all that kind of crap? Or is it on what you can control and taking action towards what matters to you? And you know, how best, you know, you can be a light during a time that is difficult for humanity. I could focus all my time and energy on, you know, like how corrupt the corruption that's going on at the moment and, you know, the bullshit. Or I can be like, well, how can I best serve people right now? I can, um, I can support them to be their most empowered selves and, um, be sovereign beings that, connect with their heart and step into their power. So that's where I'm going to put the focus. I'm not spiritual bypassing and just pretending things are all rosy, but I'm helping people actually in the best way I can, you know, during what, what is a difficult time for humanity. So I'm sending you lots of love. I am excited to get into this year with you. As I said, I think 2020 is going to be fucking epic. I am here for it. I am excited that you're here on the journey. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast episode, do you know what? I just read an email this morning that was like way down my inbox from Spotify saying you can now rate podcasts on Spotify. So if you're listening to this on Spotify and you have enjoyed this episode or you enjoy listening to this podcast, I would love it if you could give it a rating. I haven't even looked this up for myself yet, but I'm just remembering I saw it on the email. Um, So if you're on Spotify, please... um, go on to the podcast and see if you can give it a rating um, because I know that's going to help get this podcast out to other people that would benefit from it. So I really appreciate that. And if you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, as usual, um, giving a rating and a review is so helpful to me, so helpful to help get the podcast out there to other people that would benefit from it. So I'd be so grateful if um, you could take a moment to do that. And just before I finish, I want to let you know that we are getting straight into things over here um, at, I want to say like Alex Harvey land, just because my business does have a name, but the, um, the trademark still hasn't been approved. So like, I'm like, not really sure if I'm, I should wait to start using it. So for lack of lack of that name yet. Alex Harvey Land, we're going to, we're, we're kicking things off strong. I have got um, something, I've got something to share with you that I've actually never done coming up. So I'm going to tell you about that in my next podcast. So keep your eyes open or your ears open, maybe I should say, for when I announce that. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, my handle is at alexh.co and I announce everything on Instagram as well. So it's another way to make sure you don't miss anything coming up. But yes, I've got lots of exciting things coming up for you guys in the first six months of this year. Like, wow, we're going to have, we're going to have a fucking awesome year. So let's get into it. Mwah.